Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom, and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. It's great to have you with us. Now, today's episode is number 11 in the series of Eknath Iaswaran's Words to Live By. This phenomenal series has been an absolute pleasure to create all the wisdom, all the magic, and all of the phenomenal insights into life and achievement that we bring on the podcast are down to the wonderful mind of Eknath Iaswaran. And as I always say, go right to the source, have a look at his work and find out what beautiful benefits this author, this thinker, this man and what he left us can bring to your own life. But here on the podcast, we, uh, we brought you up to now 10 episodes and here's number 11. So whether you're a leader, you're a manager, a coach or all three in whatever sphere it is, sport, football, business, family, life. I'm absolutely certain that you can get something to help you along your way. If it's not all of the points, it will be just one. And as Ryan Holiday and he cites Robert Green as the guy who influenced him in this thought process. And the same can be said for Brian Johnson. If you can just find one thing every single day, just one tiny little thing every single day in which you can make an improvement in your life or in, in what it is you do, your activities, your goals and the things that you do, then, you know, it, it adds up and it's those little tiny baby steps that contribute towards having a better life and a more meaningful existence. Okay, so here we go with number one from Eknathi Aswaran. Episode 11. And this is particularly pertinent for football coaching, in my opinion. I've heard it many times. I've had many discussions and I've sat around many tables talking about players, great players, good players, young players. And there's an argument that goes around, well, how much do you teach? How much do you coach? How much do you try and input compared to or versus how much do you just let people be free, let players be free, let them let them express themselves and not pigeonhole them too much, not corral them too much, not limit them and not dictate to them. On one hand, if you want to look at it as a continuum on one end of the extreme, you have the created coached player and at the other end you have the completely free genius you know if we can just pick an example from one of those people might say well George Best or Diego Maradona as examples of geniuses and people would say well you cannot coach 
what those two individuals had. Well, how does that relate to Eknath the Aswaran? Well, one of the things that Eknath talks about is spontaneity. And he says, words akin to spontaneity is trained. If spontaneity is not trained, it is just reactionary. And I think what he's saying is that if you understand and know and believe that something is better, if you can train yourself to do that particular thing, then in a certain situation, on a football pitch, on a training pitch, in a particular circumstance, in an environment, it may just look like it's spontaneous. You do it. It's what is spontaneity? It's something you just do automatically, almost imperceptibly, without thinking. It almost has a, a bypassing of conscious thought. It's spontaneous. Now, what Eknath is saying is we can learn good habits. We can learn successful things. We can learn the best way and those, those particular ways of being, those actions can become spontaneous. If we just leave people to their own devices, if we leave a child to their own devices, it's highly likely that they will follow just their own self-will and selfish desires. It is generally only through parental and other influences, teachers, coaches, grandparents, other family members, friends, and so on, and, and wider society who influence us and young people to develop habits that don't feel natural at the time. It does appear that those who are just left to their own devices, yes, they may develop amazing skills in one area, but do they lack the relevant skills in another area that are possibly and seemingly their downfall? Is that the case in many, many successful or not so successful footballers who, how, you know, who, who didn't become household names? How many are there that we don't know about who may have had in a similar way or a different way, the natural abilities that George Best had, that Diego Maradona had, that other athletes in other arenas and other sports had, but through circumstance, didn't develop the right skills and their reactionary lives caused them to miss out on careers that would have made them household names. It's a great question and a great thought. Spontaneity is trained. Otherwise, it's just reactionary. Next one. As a leader, as a coach, especially of players, young players, we have to see the good in people, often when others can't and they can't. One of the things I've enjoyed most about coaching is that I've been able to see things in players and it's particularly pleasing when other people don't see it because it's almost like you are able to 
see a dimension of something that is not always so obvious. And one of the most pleasing things, particularly when you work with young people and young players is seeing the seed or the seedling of talent, just that little tiny bit of possibility and then seeing it come to fruition over a period of time. And very often with the actual person themselves, you need as a coach to be able to see the good even when they can't, because there's gonna be a lot of times when they use you for their faith. You lend them the faith until they understand themselves, until they know themselves, and until they have the belief themselves. So seeing the good where others can't. You know, and that happens, that's also a very valid point, not just in the actual coaching process, but in our daily relationships. Yesterday, one of the great things I heard on another podcast, um, which, which I'll put down to that particular day's learning, if you like, was I will refuse to retaliate. I will refuse to retaliate. This particular podcast I was listening to was a discussion of humanity through history and it was talking about the prevalence of violence and war and destruction and hatred and crime in society and the one of the speakers and one of the thinkers on the podcast said that it wasn't necessarily the existence of malevolent thought on the part of the instigator. For example, the people who produce guns or decide to wage war. He said the way to stop it was to refuse in the first place to engage in destructive, disruptive and destructive behavior as retaliation. He didn't talk about lying down and letting these things happen. What he talked about was not retaliating and there is a difference. Number three, this has been said before in many different ways and Eknath talks about it in great detail and in a beautiful way. What he talks about is building relationships. Let me give you a little story. I've had to pay somebody to do a project for me. And this was a, meant to be a, a three to six month project. The three to six month project turned into a 12 month project. So there was a, an inevitable six month of frustration whilst this project stopped, started, went into a lull, stopped, started, different people got involved, had to get themselves into the groove, didn't really get it over the line, didn't get the correct communication and a whole gamut of, of other facets. Now, there was a financial cost to this and 
over a period of time there was immense frustration now this particular project has now come to an end apart from one one little thing but it's essentially come to an end and the person that I instigated it through the person that was responsible for it and myself remain respectful and in fact we remain friends and that is because both of us have put our relationship above and beyond what is actually happening at the time because many things were out of his control they were certainly out of my control and we could have quite easily ended up at this situation where we are now with the project in inverted commas finished but our relationship also finished if you could look at it like that through patience through thought and through being long term in terms of a vision if you like we both put the other person up front we both empathized and through this we have come to a, a situation where our friendship remains intact now how much more valuable is that when you've come to the end of your project and you have your relationships intact and you haven't got a result which is hollow which is futile and which only gives you a modicum of a feeling of success success isn't really worth it if your relationships are in tatters as Eknath reminds us next one remember that life will not go smoothly it will be full of more challenges more disruptions more delays and more pain and suffering than you can possibly imagine how many people imagined covid in january 2020 very very few how much disruption has there been your players your coaches the people you influence the people in your life they're going to look to you when times are hard one thing that you have to remain do is to remain with the thought that there will be challenges and you have to guide your young people through those times and be there with them and help them to understand that life isn't a bed of roses sometimes we coach young players who have really good home lives got very caring parents who are financially able to take care of them and they live in a nice home and get taken in a car to their training sessions and have all the gear and the best gear and their lives are made as comfortable as possible and they are shielded in a certain way from the realities and the hardships of life compared to other young players who have to make their own way to training may come from a one-parent family they may not have all the financial security that other children have and may not have all the advantages that the other children have in terms of support and welfare they have already withstood and experienced a deal of hardship in their lives and this often stands out 
when you see their response and their reaction to defeat and to overcoming necessary challenges. Be there for people, but understand that pain and suffering are a part of the human condition. Here's a biggie. If you're a coach, you will have to have more patience with your players and more likely or equally as likely with yourself than you can possibly imagine. It's a process, it's a journey. And although it's something you set out on with a, a heart full of glee, and it's something you dive into and look forward to and the good times with the sunshine and the grass and the victories and the camaraderie and the beautiful play and the successful outcome of sessions, you will have to be patient because those form the minority of the situations. It's about patience and it's about time and it's about being on that George Leonard mastery plateau, the middle part of the process, not the exciting beginning or the glorious end, but the dirty middle. The dirty middle where it's cold, it's January, it's gray, there's pain, there's a headache, there's been an argument, there's the emotional not feeling like it, and that's when the rubber meets the road. That's when you will need patience with yourself and particularly your young prodigies. Time and patience, as with everything, as Eknath reminds us. Okay, here's a great one. Remember, and this requires us to, to have done certain things before, but remember to surrender to the process. You often get people you often get young players, athletes, or anybody who are disruptors, who are incompliant, who do not want to do things, do not feel like doing things, and have their own good reasons and rationale for doing so. And one of the ways to deal with this is often before this comes to light. So it's pre-paving really. And it's surrendering to a process, but there has to be a process in the first place. So let's just take an example. If you are coaching players and you are coaching elite players or grassroots players for that, for that matter, then you need to know what your process is for them. What is your curriculum? What is your strategy? What should players expect? What is it that they have to know that they should do at their training sessions as a given? What is gonna happen today? How hard will I have to work? How does coach expect us to behave? How do we go through our processes of training, our arrival, getting dressed, our tying our boots, our, our warm-ups, 
our listening and attention, our eye contact, our body language, our relationship with each other, the interchange between sessions, the service to others, the helping to pack the things away, the listening for messages, the willingness to improve, and the end of sessions, and the gratitude, and the normal human relationships. What is the process? Because as a coach and the leader, if you don't know it, you cannot expect those you influence or are attempting to influence and help and facilitate their improvement. You cannot expect them to know it. But also, what is your process for you? What is it that you do on a daily basis? What is your ritual? What time do you get up? What is your morning practice? What do you do before anybody else is up? How do you improve your physical body? How do you maintain your own physical health? How do you set the example of eating well? How do you improve your own mind? How do you improve your own knowledge? What are the practices that you go through? What are the processes that you go through? If you spend time getting these things all worked out in the first place, then all you need to do is surrender to the process. Doesn't mean you can't tweak them, doesn't mean you can't alter them, doesn't mean that they can't be changed, but it takes away all those millions and thousands of little tiny decisions where you keep doubting yourself and changing direction and being reactionary. As Eknath reminds us, surrender to the process. Remember, when you're dealing with yourself and others, you need tough love. You need to take care of yourself. You need to be kind to yourself and you need to be kind to others. If you're not kind to yourself, you won't be kind to others. But it doesn't mean to be sloppy. It doesn't mean to let people off the hook or let yourself off the hook. But it does mean you don't berate yourself 20, 24 hours a day. It doesn't mean you're always in a bad mood and you hold grudges. It means you can be kind and loving and caring, but also be tough. It's a tall order. There's no magic to it. We keep learning, we keep making mistakes, we keep correcting. But tough love is the way forward. Next one. Here's a great one about learning and practice. Apparently, and I didn't know this, there's something called an amilla fruit, A-M-I-L-A. And Eknath talks about the time when his beloved grandmother, who he talks about so much and so often, and that's maybe one of the little things that gives me such an affinity with Eknath. His grandmother gave him this amilla fruit and when you put an amilla fruit in your mouth or you take a bite from the amilla fruit, it tastes sour. And apparently, not ever had one, I ought to set a goal to have one, is that you want to spit it out, you want to wash your mouth out and have a drink. But the story goes that Eknath's grandmother said to him, 
Keep going. Like now, keep chewing, keep chewing, keep chewing. And after a short amount of time, the sourness and bitterness goes away. It dissolves and is replaced by a pleasant and beautiful sweetness. That is the Amilla fruit. And Eknath talks to us about that as an analogy to many things in life. You know, we set out on a project and we think we fancy a go at that and you get into it and it's difficult, it's hard, it's tough going. You've lost the enthusiasm. You just want to get out of it. The relationship doesn't seem so good anymore. Let's change this. I don't like you. I don't like this. This is not suiting me. I'm out. Been there. Hard to keep the faith. Wanted to quit. Wanted to down tools. In fact, there was something about three weeks ago I wanted to down tools on. A project I'd been in for two, two years. Really thought about it. Really wanted out to down tools. The guys I was in with wouldn't let me. Thank goodness they wouldn't let me. They had faith in me when I lost faith in myself. Keep going, keep going. A little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. You hit a target, you feel better about yourself. The sweetness appears, the sun comes out and actually we like it again. That is the Amilla fruit. It's just the process of life. It's linked to the surrender to the process. It's not gonna be sunlight and roses all the way. There's gonna be pain and suffering. But the Amilla fruit tells us that after the rain will come the sunshine. Nearly there, last couple. One of the most powerful things that Eknath talks about is having a mantra. And the mantra can be whatever it is for you. Now, there are many great authors who talk about affirmations. And one of the reasons they talk about having affirmations is because consciously or mostly subconsciously, we talk to ourselves all the time. We've got this silent voice or this quiet voice or the voice that only we can hear going on in our head. And unless you're a master, unless you're in perfect control, that voice could be saying anything. It could be negative. It could be talking you down. It could be telling you untruths. It could be filling you with fear, anger, hatred, retribution, grudges, anything at all. Far better, as Eknath reminds us, to control consciously what we say to ourselves, whether you call it an affirmation or you call it a mantra. What is it you can give your young players that they can say to themselves over and over and over again? Something that will create a character aspect, a character facet and guide them and hold them fast to true principles that are in the process that will hold them and keep them steady in turbulent times. And the same can be said for yourself. What is it that you can say to yourself? What phrase can you use? And what can you use as positive self-talk for you when the chips are down 
when you need to center yourself, when you need to steady yourself, when you need to really hold fast? What is the thing that you can use as your go-to, as your mantra? It's powerful, powerful stuff. Okay, here we go, last one. Here we go, last one. Remember, as Eknath tells us, everything matters. Everything matters. We're neither, we're not sitting still in a neutral situation. We're either having a thought process, we're either speaking or doing something that is moving us forward in a positive direction towards what it is we want or we are moving away from it. We are not just sitting in a vacuum. If we, had a po if we have a positive thought and we repeat that thought, it is moving us towards what it is we are thinking about. We are in control of our thoughts. We are in control of our words and we are in control of our actions. Those are the things we are in control of, as Ryan Holiday often reminds us. And it is those three things, our thoughts, our words, and our actions, that are often, and this is where the, the challenge is, they are often so imperceptible that you think that they don't mean anything, they don't make a difference. Well, it's all those little tiny things that add up baby step after baby step after baby step that make all the difference. So those are the few points I've picked out from Eknath Aswan and his words to live by episode 11. I hope you found something of value in there. Make sure you download the app, have a look at all the great stuff we've got on there and um, I look forward to speaking to you on the next podcast. All right, as always, great to have you with us. Catch you later. Bye-bye. The Leader Manager Coach Podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach for the game, for life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.